Welcome to Soothing Harmonies of Love, Psyche, and Soul with host Danielle Burns, an inspiring program that explores real stories and rich melodies of love, creativity, and wisdom with guests from a deep healing perspective. Discover how sacred archetypal experiences illuminate new areas of awareness during life transitions. Now, here is Danielle Burns. Good people, I want to welcome you all back to this week's episode of Love, Psyche, and Soul. And today we're celebrating new beginnings in the rhythmic flow of the beautiful, beautiful presence of the body. And as we begin to reflect more on that, what I'd like to invite you all to do is think about what happens when fear embodies the presence of self and spirit, where it takes on a personally meaningful quality within the historical creative investment of an individual. Here, the archetypal strands that unfold may have the purpose of initiating a journey that at once allows one to access an ancient timepiece grounded in a luxurious, imminent reality. In this instance, the archetype may surface through a sacred process, a symbol of wholeness, representative of holiness. It may also be that the archetypal field constellates and evokes an image of the divine child within one psyche, setting in motion a complex interplay of historical investment. So in this episode, we will explore the interplay of historical investments at the transpersonal level by cultivating the relationship one has with this area of the psyche and responding straight away to the degrees of affect felt within, a person paves the way for mastering sacred investments in the celebration of new beginnings. So today, we will hear the story of our featured guest, Christina LeClaire, a clinical hypnotherapist and manager of a healing practice in London, Ontario, Canada, known as The Good Light. And Christina's story sheds light on how the investments of growth and enrichment take shape within our lives. And she will give us a taste of reality, an example of archetypal wholeness set in motion by an archetypal experience of loss grounded in the personal and enriched in the sacred by the transformational journey. So, go ahead and gear up. We're moving to the rhythm of a powerful story today. And now we will begin with our featured story. I go ahead and talk about it, starting with whatever surfaces 
Maybe that's what I knew about this story. What connected me with something that surprised me about what I've learned. I was on set hearing about it. When I looked up and realized... It was a little bit different. Having some different aspects in the story that I talked about. So when I heard about this story... I could definitely resonate. You know me. I'm a woman of little words. With a lot of what I'd heard. It was hard. There are those of us who can so poetically articulate what happened. How we felt. How do we manage to move through things. Through life. For me... I don't think I really understood a lot of it. And even as an adult, I still find myself piecing together what I've learned and making sense of it from here. What happened became a springboard, a ricochet effect. Because for me, I suffered a lot of trauma as a young child and didn't have any protection from that. just became a way of life for me, not knowing or perhaps not the way it should be, until I was 13, and it just never occurred to know anything different because I didn't see anything different. So not only did I suffer trauma at home, growing up in a city that was not growing up, it wasn't very culturally sensitive. I mean, I was different. I looked different. And I was made very aware of that. The major qualities that stood out for me in that experience of being at the mercy of my own environment. There was no shelter anywhere I went. Being at the mercy of my own environment. What was existing outside the scope of my own family had driven me deeply. I was just surviving without realizing what I was doing. I was surviving. What time I went to bed. When I had a bath. Most of my movement had been controlled by my mother. How much bath water? When I got up? When I ate? How much I ate? As a child, I had limits placed on me because that's how we learn and grow. Only my limits were many, and some of them still linger. When you are placed in an environment outside the scope of opinion, normal and abusive, you find ways to get through those days, grow through them. And I didn't even realize 
what was happening. Until I got older. It was something I didn't see any different than growing up in a blue house. Living in a blue house. What's wrong with that? My house is blue. If every other house is blue, it doesn't seem any different. Until maybe you move to another city. There's all different color houses. Then you start to think. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, so... I thought about it. Being at the mercy of the different color houses. The beautiful blue houses. The events. Situations and people in those houses that I really connected with. Reminded me of a lost city. In a way, how it surfaced as an event that came into my life at that time. I had a sibling that was very close in age to me, and we experienced everything together. We became the extra person, one person really. And I think it was how we got through it. Because we had each other. All controlled in a home environment. Sometimes we had been placed in two separate rooms for extended periods of time. Days. Weeks. Not allowed to speak to each other. You learn to be alone. Learn to embrace the terror of being alone. And while that can feel protective as a youngster, it became a detriment as an adult because being alone never felt safe. So that was the overall feeling that I had at the time. Never feeling safe. No. No, I didn't have that feeling of safety. As a matter of fact, my home was the least safe place for me. I would describe it as a bodily state. A shifted bodily presence that occurred within my experience. Lots of people experience different things within the realm of not feeling safe. At that time, I got very good at escaping. In my mind. Comes in handy now. When I meditate because I can leave in a second. I got very good at escaping. Very good turning off. The sense that abuse could be taking place and I could just escape from it. I didn't have to be present. I could go wherever I wanted in my mind. That was the only thing I had. 
scenery, story or fantasy that plays out as you go into that deep, beautiful area of your mind. You escape. It was more of what I did to fill in the blanks. Do not reach me. You couldn't have me. You couldn't get me. You could do whatever you liked. But you couldn't have me. It's the best way to describe it. It really wasn't a place. It was more of a set determination. How far I was going to let you into my soul. And mine. something just so beautiful and moving about the flow of an inspiring journey, a journey that keeps the path clear, open to what the journey offers the listeners so that change can occur on a deeper level. I invite all of you to return to this journey, awaiting what happens next in the life of our deepest traumas where losses lead to new beginnings and where dreams become reality. So stay tuned in. We'll be right back after this short break. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Everything changes. All roads lead to an end. Yet, here on the sea of the setting sun, you can experience the bliss of movement and never say goodbye. With the wind at your side, swaying to the currents of life, you can listen to velvety skies whispering, inviting you to pause and reflect along this lover's aisle. Conscious healing and consulting facilitates new levels of empowerment, growth, and awareness using techniques rooted in wisdom, traditions of the heart, and other ways of knowing. While we can't change difficult situations in your past, we will work together to better understand your present circumstances for a more meaningful life. Why not slow down and set yourself free let the wonder of your heart, soul, and imagination set sail for a change. Visit Conscious Healing and Consulting on the web at ConsciousHealingConsult.com. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are 
are tuned in to Love, Psyche, and Soul with Danielle Burns. If you have a question about our program or story you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to hear from you by email to lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Again, that's lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Love, Psyche, and Soul. Today, we are exploring the celebration of new beginnings and how the investments of growth and enrichment take shape within our lives. We were listening before the break to the story of our very special guest, Christina LeClaire, whom we will meet in just a moment. But in the meantime, I would like you to get ready for what happens next in this beautiful, powerful story where sacred treasures are discovered in places we least expect and where the giver is not the other, but a transpersonal source of sacred growth. So now let us continue with our featured story. And so, when you think about all the experiences I had in childhood, the people in my life, the feelings, thoughts, and bodily states, I felt very close to my brother, very close to the human sacred. When you think about it, I really hadn't known about secret. The first thing that came to my mind as an adult was, I'm scared. As a child, going back to that time when the memories were limited, the access was limited. I didn't know anything sacred about being brought up in a religious household where we attended services every Sunday then came home to the opposite of that. Services taught me that God is good. God is safe and all of these things. But my mother had exposed me to the very opposite of all of that. It had become mixed up in the understanding of what was real and what was not real. As a child, I hadn't the capabilities to navigate through that. So I didn't. The choice of not attending church was not available to me. So I attended with the very people who abused me like two little black kids in a white upscale church. It hadn't led me to believe that I was learning what was necessary, like how you associate the good light with all the things that you've learned about yourself through the years. Did that mean 
I would resist the name of God. Resonating with the experiences I've shared and who I am today. The thing that we all possess is gone. But then somebody knocks it out of us. The person being the one that loves you the most. Being the one that hates you the most. You accept that they did no better. That's the mother. That's the father. They knew more than me. So I found something, or not something, that had to be the truth. Now that I've grown up, life is different. I'm light instead of dark. Days are clear instead of foggy. My business name reflects who I am. And it is very special to me. The good light. First of all, my very name, Leclerc, means light. The kind of light I possess is a light we all possess. And we use our light to shed light on someone else's dark path. Second of all, it's about understanding. Being in the light is good for me. It means honoring myself. Being true to myself. Stepping into who and what and where I am at any given time and understanding. My gifts are that I don't have to wear that label, that dreaded overshadow of someone else's coat, or projection of what someone thinks I am. That hurt that hurts other people. My parents had the light in order to be the parents I needed. I wouldn't be the amazing person I am today. And for that, I am forever grateful. One of my favorite quotes. Somebody once gave me a box of darkness. And that, too, was a gift. So I would describe the numinous as sort of seeing the light within the darkness. How it guides you into a state of authenticity. You sort of see that light within the darkness. That's my best friend. 
confident. The other half of me. The other half of me died. In 2011, when my brother died, part of me died. And I was really angry. I was really angry for a year and a half. I hated everybody. I did. I hated everybody, and I didn't know how to sort through that. That's when everything came crashing down. Everything came crashing down. Everything I knew. I no longer knew. For the first time in my life, I understood why people decided to leave this earth. It's not because they didn't want to be hurt. Because there's so much they didn't know. There was a crossing over point where a decision needed to be made. What are you going to choose? Even to choose your darkness means darkness chooses you because you know it's there. Or you look back for the light and the sacred. And I began my journey trying to find that light even though it was just a spark. Still there. Lost in my train of thought. A spark that was still there. But totally lost. The spark had been coming from my brother. He was the spark. That spark that was still there wasn't born out of the abuse. Out of the inner core of that hard rock. That survival mode. That's where the light had been stored deep inside. As a child, read people really well and really quickly because that was part of my survival if I could see it coming I could sort of escape the brunt of it people who go through a lot of trauma as youngsters develop that skill an intuition, a knowing, the ability to see through the veil. I began to see and hear things that belonged to other people. 
ticket messages from the other side. And lots of things were happening. I was mad because the people that had passed on were coming through. And it wasn't him. Really mad when someone else came through because I didn't want to hear from anyone except my brother. It was the only one not coming through. And finally, he came through and said, I'm not coming through because you need to move on with your life. You need to move on with your life. You can't hang on to me. You have to move on. And I know if I come in, you're going to not do what you need to do. From him. And that was important. The use of these abilities to help other people is a gift. A level of support. One that helped me to bond. seem to have misplaced. I had to work on grounding myself because I realized that I could leave my body really easily, becoming one with the energy of objects, a place to escape and be one with other things other energies. Today I merge with the light and show others how to connect with their light. I am happy. I am light. story in the life of our very special guest today, Christina McClare. And after the short break, I will have the honor and privilege of introducing all of you to this amazing person who has transformed beyond much difficulty and trauma within her life experience. And I am so deeply humbled to have an opportunity to do that for all of you. So stay tuned. We've got more to come from Christina LeClaire. We'll be right back. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
everything changes. All roads lead to an end. Yet, here on the sea of the setting sun, you can experience the bliss of movement and never say goodbye. With the wind at your side, swaying to the currents of life, you can listen to velvety skies whispering, inviting you to pause and reflect along this lover's aisle. Conscious healing and consulting facilitates new levels of empowerment, growth, and awareness using techniques rooted in wisdom, traditions of the heart, and other ways of knowing. While we can't change difficult situations in your past, we will work together to better understand your present circumstances for a more meaningful life. Why not slow down and set yourself free? Let the wonder of your heart, soul, and imagination set sail for a change. Visit Conscious Healing and Consulting on the web at ConsciousHealingConsult.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Love, Psyche, and Soul with Danielle Burns. If you have a question about our program or story you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to hear from you by email to lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Again, that's lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Love, Psyche, and Soul. And today we are exploring the beautiful celebration of new beginnings where sacred treasures are discovered in places we least expect, especially here within the life of our very special guest, Miss Christina Leclerc. And uh, one of the things that really stood out for me was how the sacred source of investment became a spark, a source of light within her story, within her journey, as that experience was connected to the relationship she had with her brother. And so what I'd like to do is introduce Christina to all of you, welcoming her now. Welcome, Christina. Thank you, Danielle. Thank Welcome you for having me. to the show. And, and I wanted to share with everyone how this story just moved me on a personal level, you know, just being honest and, and disclosing how that story impacted me. I just began shedding tears of, of both uh, sadness and joy, you know, as I was sharing your story. Um, and 
this was in the sharing both uh, verbally as I was recording the story for you and as I was listening. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure that everyone had the same experience. It was a very deeply moving story. And as I go back and, and reflect on what stood out for me, again, it was that sacred spark, that sacred source of light deep within you, that sacred treasure found in the places we least expect your brother being that source. So I was wondering if maybe you could just share with us a little bit more of how you connected with that experience in particular in your present life um, today. Well, I think it's been quite a journey and it's difficult when we feel like we've lost our own inner light. (laughs) Because as I know now, the light is always there, but it can get hidden and we tend to lose sight which causes us to sort of drift off of our path. And that's what happened to me. So at this present time, I do feel very connected with my brother. I I know he's with me. I just Mm -hmm. had to let go. And that was the struggle. Everybody says, let go. How do you let go? And I just think it's a process. But when I finally did let go, that's when all the pieces fell into place for me. Mm-hmm. All the pieces falling together at a very interesting time in your life. And I think that was the event that was so pivotal in your experience. It wasn't just about the experience. It was about the timing of the event that was so important. Did you notice that within your own journey at the time? Or are you able to now see that within hindsight? When I look back over my whole life, I can see how every single thing is connected and how everything led to the next thing, which led to the Mm -hmm. next thing. It's, Mm -hmm. they say hindsight 2020. Well, Mm -hmm. shine the light on, on that timeframe and how everything sort of played out. And I'm really never cease to be amazed at the way the universe lines everything up for us. And that's why that quote, about getting a box of darkness is also being a gift because without the darkness, how do we know how to find the light? Absolutely. And the darkness can feel, um, especially in that area of letting go, like a deep source of of loss, the sadness that, that lingers. And one of the things that you mentioned is that these are still feeling sensations that linger within your present day experience, even though it may have happened some time ago. So how would you explain that source of lingering and how you're able to manage it in present day? Because you're doing it quite well, (laughs) actually. So how would you explain that now in terms of how you're able to transform past the lingering source of, of grief, loss, or the way that we're describing it as this source of beauty in the darkness that is shaped, that has taken shape in your present life. I think for me, having that, that peace that's still unhealed, sort of still sitting there, is what allows me to pass on what I know to others when I'm helping them. Mm-hmm. That's my source. That's what I draw on. That's what I know. That's my pain, my, my hurt that's the core of me and and that's where I go when I'm looking for something to help others because that's what's real, that's what's true. 
Absolutely. And it's, and it's not just true for you. As I go back to my own experience, how I connected with that story, as I was listening, it became true for me as well. How, you know, these experiences take us into the place of, of not just the personal, it takes us into the experience of connection, into the collective, where the sacred treasure of connection becomes a source of, of discovery, where those beautiful riches just begin to shower um, shower us with something that we need to know, not just within the present, but to take that further into spaces of the things that most surprise us about life. So, as you think about, on a personal level, what surprised you most about your experience, how would you explain that? What would you say was the most surprising aha moment for you? For me... Without question, the aha moment, the surprise, the gift was that in holding back, when holding back myself from others due to, you know, when we have all that loss, we become fearful, we block ourselves Mm -hmm. off. And, you know, the thing that I did not expect to know or to understand, I really was only hurting myself. Mm -hmm. The more I opened up and allowed myself to be open, the more I realized it was just something that I had been depriving myself. And that was the biggest eye-opener. Really, that was the biggest eye-opener mm-hmm. for me. I, I didn't, didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Right. How this eye-opening experience became a source of, of surprise for you that became very basic to almost everything you do. In the sense of, of, of everything, um, not just being within your own life course, your own life journey, it became a source of sacred light for you also within your vocational journey. And I think that we can all connect with that experience of how the personal um, becomes the aha moment, the aha surprise within the personal that leads us on the path to discovery within this area of vocation, allowing new gifts to unfold within this new, elevated, sacred growth of reality. So, I want to go ahead and talk a little bit more about um, what you do uh, here in this uh, uh, space of the good light, this beautiful sacred practice that you manage um, as a hypnotherapist. Tell us a little bit more about that, the work that you do as a hypnotherapist and all of the other gifts that you offer uh, to your clients. You've shared some of those in your story. Why don't you go ahead and share a little bit more with us? So for me, again, everything goes back to, to that light and, and not only holding that light, but how do I help others find their light? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, loss is loss. It doesn't matter what that loss is. Loss is loss. And, and learning how to deal with that can be something that that can take a whole lifetime. But for me, my wish is just to bring hope to others, showing anyone can change their life path. I lived a life of just being very closed off, very hurt, very angry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
my goal is to show that anybody can change their life path regardless of circumstances and just to understand that the key to changing their lives really is just to believe that anything is possible. We all, we all have the power. We all have the ability. But like me, I strayed from that path and just sort of got lost. So going to school to become a hypnotherapist was, was something I will always be forever grateful for. I learned so much about myself mm-hmm. in that process. And seeing the light come on when I'm working with others is something that just, it fills my soul. It gratifies me. It, it's something that I, I can't move away from. I, uh, with my work, I work with inmates and, mm-hmm. and they, they all, they feel hopeless and, and they they can't change. And, and some of them are young and some of them are old, but every single one of them feel like their life is over. There's so many mistakes made. How do they fix it? How do they get back on track? And, my message to them is it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter. What, what matters is how we move from this moment on. And, and you may be in prison, you may be in jail, but you still have the power of your mind. You still control your thoughts, which control your behaviors, which controls the outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Controlling the outcome uh, is one of the things that we offer as a gift, a gift of light you know, to lots of people. And as you think about that light on a transpersonal level, and and do you know what I mean by the transpersonal? I know that you know what your training being very, very um, beautiful in that area of the transpersonal where you are working with your gift to bring uh, a source of past life understanding through past life regression. So your gifts of the transpersonal are broad and deep. And I'm wondering if you can help us understand how might one uh, find a way of incorporating that sense of the transpersonal light into daily life activities? Yeah. For me, honestly, Danielle, it just, it just goes back to be myself, be who I am. Just, we all have that inner voice. We all have that inner piece that speaks to us and, and we don't listen to it. And, and it can be the smallest thing. And it's so important. Mm-hmm. So for everybody just to, we all know what we're supposed to be doing. We know this on a, on a soulful level. We do. We know. We know. I knew. Everything just gets in the way, and we forget what's important. We forget what's important. It's the small things. It's the small things that become the big things that help us connect all the things that we have to share, all the wisdom that we have to offer um, with other people so that they can go out and help someone else Mm -hmm. and so what I want to do is I just want to express my deep gratitude to you Christina for the work that you do um, the work that you have done not just for yourself but the way that you've been able to transform that into the good light of work that you do for other for other people how by sharing your story you have been able to help um, someone else connect with this beautiful source of light deep within so that they can take that experience, that beautiful source of light into the world to inspire another person. And so what I'd like to do 
is how do you, uh, allow you to share some information about how people can contact you, get in touch with you if they want more information or even if they want to connect with some of your services because you are phenomenal. So how can they contact you for more? Thank you, Thank you my dear. They, my, my business name, The Good Light, and my website is thegoodlight.ca. And you can reach me there. You can email me. You can connect with me there. And I will uh, respond to anybody that, that even wants to chat, talk, questions, anytime. Excellent. And, and of course, as I turn to all of you listening out there, I, I will join you in thanking Christina for being on the show. And Christina, I hope you'll stay with us because I, I, I always have one more gift that I like to share with our listeners toward the end, something uh, very special. And I'll start by just saying that, of course, by cultivating this transpersonal level, of the psyche, the psychic realm that Christina talks about, the good light, and responding once again straight away to the degrees of affect felt within. A person paves the way for mastering, again, those beautiful sacred sources of investment, and that facilitates the celebration of new beginnings. Today, I wish to share with you a copywritten song that I created for you about this transpersonal level of the psyche grounded in the sacred investment of tradition and wholeness. This song inspires the presence of riches grounded deep within the heart and the rhythmic pattern of feeling leading to realms of riches out of the darkness and into the light of healing and wholeness. So enjoy this beautiful gift today. And now we will begin with our featured song. Enriched, harmonizing with the body, meaning felt in the heart. 
Hello, and I hope all of you enjoyed that beautiful gift of the sacred. And certainly, we will have more to come with beautiful gifts like that in the future. What I want to do is I'd like to remind you to definitely connect with the good light, definitely connect with uh, Christina LeClaire if you'd like to get in touch with her. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook or Twitter. I have enjoyed this journey with you, and I invite you to come on back to listen to more soothing uh, melodies on love, psyche, and soul right here on Voice America. Enjoy your beautiful weekend. Thank you for listening to Love, Psyche, and Soul. Please join Danielle Burns for another episode of Rich Stories and Healing Melodies next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, we wish you a weekend full of heartfelt wisdom 